It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. I just saw that Tay, Taylor from Maddie and Tay, uh, just announced she's pregnant. Oh. Cool. Mm-hmm. It says, Mom and Dad, baby Kerr is joining us Earthside in spring of 2022, and we are already so deeply in love. So congratulations to Tay, or as normal folks call her in real life, Taylor. <laughs> um, they're great. Both of them. They're both great. I've, I've been able to spend a lot of time with them in different parts of my weird career, from them being on this show to them touring with me or playing shows or um, just just really great. Really, really pumped for them. So there you go. Let's see where to start. Um, when I get a day that I'm not working, I, I'm seeing people to post. Oh, look at you on vacation, living your best life. I'm not on vacation. I can tell you right now, I'm not on vacation because Mike D's here. Yeah, not, it's, I mean, not a vacation. It's a vacation. <laughs> not a vacation. Uh, Mike D's here. We have a full radio set up in a hotel in Central America, which we talked about on the show today. Um, Morgan number one is here. Not a vacation. No. So we're working. Um, when I do get an occasional half day off or so, the television is 99% Spanish, but the movies are in English. So that's mostly what I'll put on is a movie. Do you do that? Yeah. But I watch them in Spanish too. You do? What does your wife think about that? She hates it. We're watching Harry Potter in Spanish. Why? But if she doesn't know Spanish, why do you watch it in Spanish? Because I want to watch Harry Potter. That's all it's on. Oh, you mean it's on. Yeah. Got it. Okay, good. Um, I'll give you a couple movies that I just watched. I watched Frost Nixon. Anyone seen that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's the movie, it won a ton of awards, like Oscars, back in the day. Mike, did you ever watch it? I don't think I ever watched it. It's probably from like 2010. I don't know, I'd look it up. I'd fact check me hard on this one. But it's about a guy named David Frost, and he was like a dopey talk show host. He had a show in Australia in the UK. 2008. Okay. And Nixon had been, he was, he he resigned. And so, but Nixon hadn't been interviewed by anybody. And he was like, I want to interview Nixon. And they were like, yeah, we'll let this guy interview us. He's a dopey talk show host, not even from America. This will be softballs. And then we'll have our interview and be done with it. And it's a show about that and how they just didn't see what was coming with this guy. And did it win awards? It was nominated for best picture. Didn't win. Okay. And it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't as boring as you would think it would be based in the late sixties, early seventies, it wasn't as, but I, I give it three and a half presidential seals out of five. So pretty good. Can see why it would get best picture nominations because it was a little nerdy, a little in the weeds, but still pretty good. The other one I watched and I hadn't seen it was Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that's so a good, good one. one. It, it's five. It's, it's as good as you can get. It, it's it. We, I mean, I, everybody's like, you gotta watch it. And I was, I was like, ah, I don't wanna watch Just Mercy. If it's sad, I'm not in the mood and, but we watched it, and it was uh, Jamie Foxx is awesome in it. Did that win anything? That should have won everything. Don't think so. And then you go on the, down the Wikipedia hole of searching out everybody in the movie, and you see all the real mm. stories of people. Um, really, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. So I give that five out of five prisons. But it's about a, an attorney in Delaware who moves down to Alabama, and the book is actually multiple cases. But this movie is a they they really dial in on one, and he's like on death row. He didn't do it, and it's like trying to get him out of jail in a very racist time, the '90s. Mm-hmm. I say that, but I mean, a very, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, in a, in a place, a very racist place, the movie portrayed it as. Um, so that being said, excellent movie. But Eddie, Eddie, Eddie read, you read that book, right? Yeah, I read the book. And uh, I mean, ever since I read the book, I saw the movie and I thought it was pretty close. You're right, Bones. It is just that one story and the book covers a bunch of other cases that he did. But uh, I think his like office is still in Montgomery, Alabama. Like he's still doing it. He's still fighting the good fight right now. And it's pretty cool that knowing that story and then keeping up with everything he does now. Yeah, he's still he, he's still crushing it. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it was awesome. And there was a point where Caitlin was like, oh, I don't know if I, it, this is too sad for me. And she hung in there at the end of it. She was like, that's really one of the best movies I've seen in forever. So watch those two movies. Um, so I, wanted to, I wrote a note to share that with you guys. Oh, I got a couple other stories here. Amy watched Escape from a House of Horror. What was that? Yeah, so it was the 2020 special this last Friday night <laughs> because that's what I do on Friday nights now. I watch 2020. <laughs> and Diane Sawyer was interviewing these two sisters and the, the name of the episode was Escape from a House of Horror because their last name is Turpin. They're the Turpin sisters, but there was... 13 kids in all that were living in this home with these really abusive parents. And the parents would like chain them to their beds and brainwash them that the outside world, like you can't tell anybody anything. They brainwash them to think that like, if you say this, people will take you away from our family and you'll never see your siblings again. And they didn't, they took them out of school. They, they said that they were homeschooling them, but they were not. So their education was minimal. Mm. And, It just, they weren't getting fed. It was crazy. And uh, the the two sisters that were being interviewed is because the other siblings just didn't want to be in the spotlight at all. But one of the sisters of the two escaped one evening or middle of the night, like, I don't know, 5, 8, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and ended up getting a cell phone. But it was because she started watching Justin Bieber videos. I mean, they had technology in the house, but they just kept them very sheltered. And she would just got obsessed with watching Justin Bieber and said she she could tell through his videos and YouTube stuff and all these other clips that he would post that there's this whole world out there that seemed like, wow, look at these people with these fun, normal lives. And there's got to be this that I I need to go out and see this world. So she would learn even English and how to speak from a lot of these videos. And Justin Bieber is one of the main reasons why she decided I'm going to escape one day and I'm going to get help. And she did. She escaped and she called. She only knew to call 911 because she had seen an episode of Cops. And she remembered on that episode, they they were like, 911, what's your emergency? So she's like, okay, call 911. And she called and she's 17 years old when she escaped, but she sounds like a child, like a little girl that, you know, is broken words and doesn't, you know, but still well-spoken. I mean, I I think for what she was having to go through and um, they rescued her like two hours later, cops were at the door, knocking on the door, um, asking the parents, they were, they were like, we're here to do a welfare check. And they were like, you need a warrant. They're like, not for a welfare check, not for kids. We don't. And they go in there. Basically the parents are like hoarders. Kids are chained up to beds. They're the parents are in jail and all the kids have been free. And, and Eddie, they were in foster homes. I mean, Jeez the story Louise. was tragic. Uh, but yeah, that's what I did on Friday night. But I just thought it was interesting. And Justin Bieber played a big part in that. And I wonder if he even knows. I think it's interesting you don't need a warrant for a welfare check. I guess. I if they yeah. know that children are in danger, yeah, that's yeah. Good. they can just uh, go in and check the premises. Eddie, has, it, has your relationship changed with your now son's? That they are now your sons? 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think more of of the, especially the six year old. He understands now that this is a permanent home. Before it was, I mean, it's kind of sad to think about now is that he was just in this limbo for almost three years of like, I love it here. This is great and all, but am I going to stay here? Like, I know yeah. I, he's aware of all that. And now that it's like officially, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. This is home now, and we're your family. It's very more relaxed, and he's so much more obedient. Um, I, I think. With that, though, also comes with the idea of like, all right, now you're part of our family. We're all going to start doing things the same way now because he came with a lot of different ways of how to live life. And I was we, I guess my wife and I were letting all that go or a little easier on him because, oh, you know, he's going through a lot. Big transition now. But now it's like, all right. So this is how we do things. This is how we do things in this house. Now you're part of us. And, and it's a little it's tough. Especially and the baby too. I mean, I'm learning a lot with a baby. The difference between nurture and nature. There's a lot of nature behind that boy. <laughs> it's like mm. he's so different than just the, me physically and what he does physically. And he just likes to throw things and break things. And I mean, I, I'm in the middle of fixing a light switch, Bones. Like, uh, wait, well, back up. I thought you like to break things, though. No, no, no. He, rage. Eddie yeah. is rage. His is just normal. <laughs> yeah, no, his is like, ooh, look, a light switch. And he turns it on and off and shakes it and then it like falls over. He's like, ooh, broke, broke the light switch. <laughs> so there's um, that. There's that. That That's the big change in my house. But yeah. uh, it's it's really, it's a very peaceful like environment now because I think, especially the six-year-old, he now knows that this is home. Here's the story. There's a camera being launched by Canon that uses facial recognition to automatically shoot candid photos of you and your family at home. Is that creepy or is that cool? Amy. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of cool because what you can do is you can on the, with the Canon thing, you can prioritize certain faces. So like if the, if while it's stalking you, if y'all are all laughing, it'll start snapping photos. Weird. And I mean, I think that would <laughs> that'd be fun to have some, you know, f- candid pics of you playing a game around the kitchen table or something. I mean, if you know it's there, is it that creepy? Well, I think <laughs> the creepy part could be if it's taking pictures and sending them to something else. Yeah. Because you're allowing it Access. carte blanche yeah. to... Just do whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to go with, if, if if the only two options are creepy or cool, you're going with? I'm going to go with cool. Okay. Eddie? Uh, I'm going to go with creepy, although it is cool to have a candid photographer. Like, I, I all our stuff is all like, all right, say cheese, smile. So I get it, but creepy. You don't want to laugh while you're butt naked or this thing's going to take a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox? Man, at first I thought creepy, but what Eddie says is right. All the pictures we have nowadays are, hey, look at the camera and smile. No one takes pictures of just the action. So I'm okay with it. And if they get a naked picture, you just delete it, right? Or <laughs> Again, unless it sends it to something else. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'm going to go with cool for this one reason. The creepiness is already happening. We just aren't, we just don't know it. And we do know it. We just don't see it every day. So we kind of ignore it. So Alexis listening to us. People are watching us through our cell phones. People are able to see all that's happening, not to drag you down, but I'm going to go cool because why not get something out of it for a change? Yeah. Otherwise people are just grabbing pictures of us, stealing our information and we get nothing out of it. We don't even know. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with cool. <laughs> Did y'all <laughs> Take know you to a dark place there. Yeah. that you can change your Alexa, change her name? 
Um, you don't know that? Mm-mm. Because I, you know, it's annoying sometimes if you say, when you're talking about Alexa, you say Alexa, but, uh, and then she starts talking to you or she might go off, which pe- listeners have that problem here. If we talk about her, sometimes she goes off. Well, we changed ours. We changed her name to Ziggy. Oh, that's interesting. I would, if I could change my, or Alexa's name, I would change it to Penis. <laughs> Because no. that would be so funny to me, and Caitlin would hate it. <laughs> and then I would then I would change the password where she couldn't change the name of it. And then I would go, "Hey, penis, what's the weather?" And then she would go, "Stop, co- stop yelling at penis!" <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, would you? I like you have to say, "Penis off, <laughs> penis on." Do you have to? Do you ever have to turn her off? Or <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, let's see. Let's see. What else do I have here? An armored truck spilled money on a California freeway. Wow. Sparking a cash grab frenzy. The pictures and the video, wild. I mean, there's money all over the street. And people are like, oh my God, oh my God. So Friday morning, 911 calls started to come in about an armored truck that dropped loads of cash in Carlsbad, California. It caused a major traffic jam. People were stopping. They were hopping out of their cars. Here's a clip of a video posted by a TikToker named Demi... Bagby. Here you go. This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Someone dropped money all over the freeway. San Diego has shut down. Literally everybody stopped on the freeway to get money off of the freeway. This is literally insane. The freeway's empty. There's cash all over the ground. Literally, look, we're the only people on the entire highway. Literally, it's just, this is insane. I was trying to identify that song, what kind of John Mayer ballad they were listening to as they were picking up that money. But authorities say drivers need to return the money or face possible criminal charges. A man and women were arrested on suspicion of taking cash after they got stuck on the freeway with their keys locked in the car, blocking traffic. Uh, Multiple screenshots from some of these videos were released late Friday by CHP. The CHP and FBI are trying to determine the identities of the motorists in the images and we're urging them to return the money within 48 hours to avoid potential criminal charges. Uh, would you give the money back, Lunchbox? No chance. And this is so stupid that it's a criminal charge to take money you find on the ground. If I'm walking out of the grocery store and I find $5 on the ground, am I supposed to go to the FBI and be like, hey, I found this $5? No, they're only doing it because some idiot driving the armored truck made a mistake. That's their mistake. They shouldn't be charged with a crime. Have they never heard of finders, keepers, losers, weepers? <laughs> I don't know if that's in the court of law. But in the court of law, you can't pick up money you find on the street? I think probably because everybody knew who drop the money hmm. and where the money was coming from and going, I think then there's a new element added. That's where I think it is. And also you I have to think, think that's not $1 bills that are flying out of that truck. Hundos. I mean, we're talking How do you hundo- leave the back doors open? Is that what happened? <laughs> the back doors were open and they just, oh, like, you got one job, armored truck guy. Put it in there, drive it, get rid of it. That's your job. And then here, why and, are you an idiot? And don't post it on social media. Like these people, like just get it. Oh, your, I would. And then I the would. person that, I mean, you get busted because you lock your keys in the car on the <laughs> highway because you're yeah. picking up money. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Just so dumb. Uh, there's a dog selling his mansion for $32 million. A dog? Oh, you guys didn't see the story this weekend? No. A dog? Dog, the bounty hunter? Yeah. No, no, no. A dog. D-O-G. A dog. Gunther Six, the world's richest dog, is looking for someone to buy the $32 million Miami mansion he bought from Madonna in 2000 for $7.5 million. Okay. There was a German countess who died in 1992 and left her dog $58 million. Since then, it's been managed by a group of handlers who have turned it into a $500 million fortune currently owned by the, the dog, Gunther the Sixth. So the dog has half a billion dollars, guys. And the dog has and no so, clue. 
the, and he's selling his mansion. It was built in 1928. Nine bedrooms, eight bathrooms, an outdoor swimming pool, uh, looking at a bay, gated community, U.S., la, 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 la. This dog has half a billion dollars. <laughs> Don't you think, I don't know, this is me being crazy here. You have half a billion. Maybe the dog keeps one million and you donate the 499 million and actually change some lives. Because the dog has no idea. Yeah. If it was a human, I would say, hey, humans know what they're doing. Or I would give them benefit of the doubt. But with it, the dog doesn't even know what money is. The dog has a mansion. The dog probably knows poop and pee and can't see color. So I don't know. That's a, that's a, also, why would you leave the money to a dog? Why would you leave all that money to a dog? Can't you leave them $1 million and donate the rest if you just you know, want the dog to have a good life and nobody else? Amy, your thoughts? I mean, I wouldn't personally, but I think, yeah, someone with that much money and that sometimes you probably just like, well, my dog. But who is does the, the most- dog leave it to when he dies? A puppy? Somebody you know? has to be, um, what is it called? The executor of the state. Yes. Like, the hey. dog can't make decisions. So I hear it's Britney Spears' dad. He's also <laughs> running this dog's. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. A couple voicemails. Raymundo, if you'll play for me. Voicemail number one. This came in uh, yesterday. All right, so I've got a bunch of friends in middle school. They're all doing this trend where you uh, you go jump people in the bathroom, but I don't want to be a snitch, so what do I do about it? Number one is don't go in the bathroom. If they're jumping people, just stay out of the bathroom. Number two is you can go and let someone know without you saying it's you. Like you can go to a teacher and be like, hey, look, don't say it's me. I, want, I don't want anything to do with this because I don't want to get jump myself, but they're jumping people in the bathroom as a trend. That's not a snitch. That's actually protecting people who might get beat up a little bit. Wouldn't you want someone protecting you? That's what I say. Amy thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's check and see if your school has one of those apps. Like, um, I know at my kid's school, there's a stop it app where they can report bullying anonymously. So I wonder if maybe you could just report what's going down with this anonymously. Like, I know it's not exactly bullying, but beating kids up in the bathroom. Yeah. I think it falls mm-hmm. under that. And maybe that's an anonymous way for you to do it. If not, can you like hey, write a note, put an envelope and slide it under the principal's door? Boy, you went 2021 to 1950 like that. <laughs> well, I'm giving options. Uh, you can just go to the principal or the teacher and be like, Hey, look, I don't want you to tell it, say it's me. You can just do that. I, I mean, know, that's... but I could see when you're a kid, like still not mm-hmm. feeling comfortable, like trusting people. Here is voicemail number two. Hey guys, wanted to call and see if you had heard Facebook's new commercial that they're going after bad actors. Just wanted to give Lunchbox a heads up. Love the show. What? Excuse me? I, I haven't seen the commercial, but but um, she is insinuating Lunchbox is a bad actor. Yeah, I don't understand. They're going after bad actors, so why would they be? So they're going to go after me? That's not, I was. Did she not hear that I was up for two awards in my acting class? I don't know. <laughs> what are those awards called again? I was up for best duo and best no, accent. No, no, no. Is it? There's like Grammys. There's Oscars. What are these called? The Tele Emmys. Can you use the word Emmy? Like <laughs> I that? don't know. That sounds. You that can sounds just illegal. Steal an Emmy? <laughs> yeah. The Tele Emmys. Yeah, because we were via Tele. Teleconference, mm-hmm. you know, we weren't in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they can just throw the word Emmy in there, no problem. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's not my awards. I'm just nominated. When do you find out if you won? Because you're going to win something. I think everybody's going to win something. No, no, that's not how it works. If you pay money to do this class, I think everybody's going to win something. 
No, I think it's uh, either the end of this week. I should be not. Ooh. I should know. Black yeah. tie. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yes. People do dress up for the event. If you want to. Ten. If I want to what? If, if you want to attend, you can dress up or you can wear normal clothes, but some people do go all out because it is the award ceremony. Are they having an event in person? No. Okay, well, how do they dress up and go then? Uh, on, on camera, like you do like you're acting. You just show up and it's like, okay, I'm dressed up in my suit or I'm dressed up in a nice dress because it's your cocktail attire for the tele You're telling Emmys. me people get dressed up in cocktail attire for the tele-Emmys? Yep. <laughs> What's going on here? Why are you guys laughing? I don't understand what's so funny. And your teacher, does he have any acting credential? It's a she. Okay. Does she have any acting credential? I mean, she acted in college. In a, like, I mean, I don't know if she had like a couple roles on a show. No, she wasn't in any shows that I know of. No. And, And you pay her to teach you? Yeah. 300 bucks a month. That's like, I mean, good for her. I mean, there's like 15 people, 20 people in this class. That's what I'm saying. Good for her. Let's just say there's 10 at 300 bucks a month. That's $3,000 a month from good. teaching just this and, one class. We're just the beginners. We're not even yeah, in the and how many level. Times, how many times a week do you go? Uh, it's like once a week, sometimes every two weeks, depending on how busy we are. She's making three grand a month from this one class once a week. This is only one class. So she's making $36,000 a year if everybody commits yearly off of one class. And she hasn't even been on Andy Griffith show. Didn't have, didn't have a small role anywhere. I'm curious to see like how, like what, how do you teach acting like through uh, Zoom or whatever? Like I want, like what are the lessons that like Lunchbox learns? That's what I want to know. Well, you get assigned roles, and then whenever we do it, you know, they give us pointers like you could have done this differently, like you didn't, you weren't really believable, you didn't really, we didn't buy you as that character because it didn't feel like you were emotionally connected, things like that, things I could have done differently. Man, you're right, Bones. I feel like I could do that. That's like, yeah. <laughs> make a lot I mean, of money. I, I have roles, acting roles in a major movie <laughs> yeah. and a couple TV shows. Like how, I could do this. I acted in college, and I have roles in shows. Yeah, you can make bank, man. Go ahead, Lunchbox. I mean, you guys just discredit my whole class. I mean, I'm, if, if you guys can do it, then start your own class and see how well you do. See how many people you make it. Well, Lunchbox said that Morgan number two, was was she talking about how good of an actress she was? Oh, yeah, all of a sudden I get to nominate for roles, and now Morgan number two, she was a great actress in college, and she you know, thought about going big time with acting. Morgan, number two, talk to us about this for a second. You also wanted to uh, be an actress, actor. I guess it's called actor. Everybody's called an actor now. You also wanted to be an actor back in the day? Well, I mean, in college, if I would have stayed my fourth year, I would have got a double minor, and one of them would have been in acting. Oh, so I I did. So you you have more acting chops than Lunchbox, (laughs) more acting cred than Lunchbox. I did. I I studied it in college. It was part of, like, my degree. And then um, when I was... Actually, like three years ago, before I came to Nashville, I was in like this theater play for Wichita and like uh, it was like a Star Wars themed play that was all for charity. So I've done stuff. And like when I was younger, I was in Annie and Wizard of Oz. Wow. Yeah. We got us an actor here, folks. 
<laughs> Wait, but weren't weren't you like R two D two in the Star Wars? Yeah, film? I did. Well, but that, I had like and he just whistles roles. though, right? <laughs> that was the ending okay. scene. It was like a, a charity thing. That uh, that's oh, not part amazing. of my list. Amazing! All you had to do is whistle. Wow. <laughs> hey, Morgan, let me ask you this: You've heard Lunchbox act? Yeah. <laughs> Your thoughts? I think I and I, I I've given him credit for this. I I think what Lunchbox is really good at is that he's not ashamed of anything so he could like be in that role <laughs> and be unashamed of anything whereas like my fear uh-huh. I'm, I'm ashamed of things right I, I can't be like doing all kinds of things and not be ashamed about it lunchbox is good at that but he, he could work on the way that he tones things he just uses one voice for everything like you have to have inflection and okay here we go miss in tone Actor- in the oh, way that Julia you say Roberts, Gen- the next Jennifer Lawrence sitting right next to me get out of here <laughs> I mean I'm just saying Lunchbox you're hearing Morgan number two she also acted in college yeah I mean all just like a teacher I, I mean I never heard anything about this acting until I start acting and then all of a sudden she was a great actress I just think someone well it does to- when someone brings something up sometimes it reminds you like oh yeah I used to do that yeah. I mean, if that's something you want to do in life, you don't just all of a sudden forget, oh, I forgot I want to do that, and then just, you know, five years later bring that up. I think that would have been one of the things she led with, like, yeah, I was an actress. Well, I, I mean, do we have do we have an act-off sometime soon between these two? Come on. Let's do but, it. Uh, hey, tele-Emmy-nominated lunchbox. <laughs> exactly. And I will be one of those for the rest of my life. But they can't take that from they you. Can't you take were nominated for a tele-Emmy. <laughs> that's right. That's true. Uh, Morgan, what was your specialty? Uh, comedy, drama? Um, drama, not comedy. It was definitely drama. I could, I could hone in and be very dramatic. And you did it on a stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. I did. And we and did. Lunchbox. Yeah. We I'm had sorry. To do- Lunchbox. Where was the most of your acting done? Uh, so far it's just been via Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, it's okay. But we also had to do like improv. So like I had to go up on stage and do like improv moments where you had to act and not have lines. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Yeah. It was mm-hmm, tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Lunchbox, well, she's been through the battles. Oh, wow. Go up on stage, not have lines. Never done that before. Is that fun? No, it's very nerve wracking. Oh, because I mean, I've seen some people post just for fun, not because they're trying to pursue anything, but just as like a hobby taking improv acting classes. <laughs> and it, it, it's what fun if, if could- that's like Lunchbox. Like he would be good at that. But no. What if we could get Morgan as a guest teacher in Lunchbox's class and she could teach you a couple <laughs> things? Okay, here we go. Hey. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right, we're going to, I think, call this one. Hey, Ray, what, how long has this been? 26. Oh. Okay, that's, that's a pretty good amount. Uh, okay, this is the post show from today. Uh, that's it. Anything you want to say, Amy? Uh, happy Monday. All right. I will, we'll, we'll end it there. All right, thank you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Bye.